This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm frozen. Today we are hanging out with Keith from the band The Convalescence. What's up, man? How's it going, man? 
Dude, that Sam is in here, but he had to he's left a couple times because his his Wi-Fi is going in and out, as you and I both know before we started the show. So yeah, yeah. The band convalescence. So today I was doing some research and I had to Google how to spell convalescence. <laughs> hey, what's up, Sam? There you go. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Good, good. And Google had to auto-correct me on how to spell convalescence. So <laughs> <laughs> It happens a lot, man. It happens a lot. There's been like MCs and stuff that like come out and like introduce the band or whatever uh, and just completely butcher the name. I've even got on video from Colorado Springs one time. The guys were like, the Conveil, the, uh, uh, you, whatever, you get the point. Like, do the <laughs> mic and just completely butchered it and gave up. And like, well, it's funny. It's funny that Keith says that because what did you tell me? Hey, it's spelled C O N. I was yeah. like, yeah, I spelled it right, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, you spelled it right. Yeah, no, I did. I looked to see if you spelled it right, and, and then I had to re reference this actual screen uh, when I was writing stuff down because I didn't want to mess up the name. It's, it's, I think convalescence is a pretty common name, though. I mean, it's like where you go, like old people go to the convalescent home when, when they go to die, right? Isn't that a thing? Yeah, yeah. So there you go with that. Okay, how long has the convalescence been around for? Uh, ten years. As That's of long. as of May, will be ten years. Okay. And was the face painting always a part of the band's like stage presence or concept? Uh, no, actually, we started doing that after we released our second EP. Um, we kind of wanted to rebrand the band, and we wanted to put on uh, more of like an actual live show. Uh, more so just dudes up there playing their music live. Um, I know I grew up, you know, jamming like Slipknot, uh, Rob Zombie, like stuff like that, stuff with like this big show and this big image that was, you know, this like larger than life kind of look. And when you went to see them live, you were seeing a show. You weren't just hearing the songs you wanted to hear, like hear. You were seeing this full thing and experiencing uh, this full uh, performance. So I wanted to bring that into what we did uh, and into like the more deathcore scene. Was that a, was that uh, something when you first discussed it with the band? I'm sure the band was all into it. So instead of just playing on stage, do you guys have that kind of a theatrical type uh, bloody or gory type uh, of show? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, normally it at shows we started doing it at like bigger festivals and it's progressed to be more of a common thing because uh we just get asked asked for it a lot but uh we usually spray blood into the crowd um we use fake blood that's not sticky and it doesn't like stain everything um so we at least thought that part out um all the like bones and like skulls and stuff you see on stage um that's all real um those are oh, all cool uh donated bones and stuff like that and uh stuff that we've acquired fans bring us stuff and we turn it into part of the show that's dude that is awesome i, I just going do, making that transition from not doing it to doing it having your regular fans on did they adapt like was that something they embraced right away um no i mean like some did and some didn't it was uh and, and still to this day, I mean, we get people that are like immediately talk shit about our band just because we we look a certain way and whatever before they even listen to us. That's just not their thing. And that's fine. Um, but 
we we switched over to the paint like like i said it was our second ep uh so we had only been a band for maybe like a year um uh-huh. we weren't like super uh we weren't like super established yet like we had done a couple regional dates and like a couple small like local area like festivals and stuff but um it wasn't until uh we did the paint that we really did anything like significant touring or anything like that so it was a really easy transition overall since we didn't really have that big of a base yet well now when you're going on before you do a show do you let the crowd know in the front especially you're going going to be spraying blood on them or do they like there's like a complete surprise and some people get pissed uh some people definitely get pissed um (laughs) it's uh it's not like a thing that's like announced but there's like the little warning of like who's ready to get bloody with us or whatever and then you know sometimes like uh we played michigan metal fest in 2019 and uh the they didn't want us to spray blood from the stage so we went through and we talked to a bunch of people from other bands that we were friends with on the fest we talked Mm -hmm. to the security guards and we hooked up all the security even with blood so during a certain song even the security was spraying blood all over the crowd from the barricade Oh, cool, man. Um, and it's, so it's like, if you've seen us before, like, you know it's going to happen. Uh, if you haven't seen us before, hopefully somebody told you. And, you know, we're not trying to piss anybody off. We're trying to make it, like I said, like a, a whole yeah. concert experience, a whole, like, it's thing. A- we're a horror-related <laughs> band. So what's a what's a horror metal show without some blood? Dude, exactly, exactly, and and it's fun. The one that the cool thing about that is Sam called it earlier. He had to leave, obviously. His Wi-Fi is not working, mm. but he called it Gorecore, which is something you yeah. and I have never heard. Yeah, but, that was a new it, one. But it kind of fits. It's hard. It's heavy. One thing I would say that's similar, not not music wise, but you have some like heavy metal bands, and I will use the term Gorecore just because it kind of it seems fitting, I guess, for me. And then you have Psychobilly, and a lot of the Psychobilly bands also have that goriness on stage. And there's a one similarity between like the, the heavy, deep, heavy metal and that genre that makes it kind of fun to go to concerts, especially when you get the audience involved and you're spraying blood on them. It's a whole, it's an experience and not just a concert. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we like to make it a little bit creepy. Um, you know, like we, we just like to. S- I, I like to see the reaction on everybody's face when we do something crazy. And you know yeah. that they're they're not gonna forget this now. Like can you have you ever looked on have you ever looked at the audience though and look down at the audience and be like, I just pissed that dude off. <laughs> I just pissed that oh, yeah. dude off. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um you get people uh shouting stuff in between songs every once in a while, especially when we're playing like super out of genre shows, because I mean uh, we've gone out and we've done shows with ICP. Um, okay. We've done shows with, you know, some of the heaviest bands out there. We've also done straight up rap shows. We've done, uh, we did Blue Ridge, Blue Ridge Rock Festival uh, in 2019. And uh, we played in between A Day to Remember and Tech Nine. Um, oh, and the yeah. Off- and, then the off- and then the Offspring headlined. And we went over just fine to the same crowd um so it will play pretty much any genre anywhere um as long as there's people because um 
you know, what we what we strive for is it's not just about the music or just about the show. It's about the entire experience. So like if they're really maybe not into the music, maybe they'll watch the show and be like, wow, this is, you know, I'm not into their tunes. I won't buy their CD, but this shit's cool. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And like at, at the same time, people that are like, man, this is a stupid gimmick or whatever, you know, the metal elitist dudes that are like, oh, fuck this band, you know, whatever, uh, can also jam the music and be like, but you know, like they look stupid, but they sound pretty cool. <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever, man. Cause I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard somebody just talking like crazy shit in the front row before we play and then afterwards see them at our merch table. Someone says, where do you draw the line on a live show? I guess I don't know what that question means. I, I yeah, I don't either. That, that's a good a good question. Is what does that question mean? Like, yeah. I guess where, where do you draw the line as far? So you got the blood coming out. Is mm-hmm. there anything else that goes into the audience? Just that. No. You said bones, um, and what's the bones for? Oh, uh, the bones. I mean, like we uh, when we started doing the horror stuff and whatever, like we started having fans just kind of show up and they bring us like, hey, do you guys want this like cow skull or whatever? And it started as like something to kind of decorate the merch table. But then we ended up like after a couple of tours, we had like two merch bins that had been emptied of merch that are now full of bones. And Dang. we're like, man, what can we do with this? Like, you know, and we were at the same time trying to kind of uh, push the image to a little bit, you know, a little further and make the show like a little a little bit crazier looking. So, yeah, man. Um, so like the front of our keyboard stand is all like stitched together like skin and we our keyboardist made like a a rib cage out the front of it with like fake guts hanging out of it and then we uh barbed wire wrapped like uh uh a jaw from like uh a wild hog uh to to, like the skull of like a, a cow with the big horns and stuff and we put that on top of the torso and we fill it all like with blood before a show. So it's like squirting blood is like the vibrations are hitting it and stuff. <laughs> um, are, like, you, went, uh, you went all out. You're like, dude, once this yeah. concept came to reality, you're like, we're going to do this shit. We're uh, we're, big. I mean, we're constantly looking for, you know, what else can we do? Can we put lights in this? Can we make this look a little bit creepier? Um, you know, what, whatever. And I mean, like some of our mic stands are like completely wrapped in barbed wire with just like jaw bones, like all the way down them kind of thing. And uh, it's it's not something that's like super crazy to set up. It's not something that's like super expensive to make or operate or anything, but it's something, so it's something we can use night after night after night without like breaking the bank kind of thing. Um, yeah. That also just, when people see that, it's like, oh, I know who's up next. You know? Right. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. I, and it, it kind of catches people's eye, even like during the intro, like people that don't know who we are will look at that shit and be like, I have to see what this is about. Yeah. Do. Oh, for sure. You know? dude. If, if I was like, if I was at a concert, we're going to play your first song real quick, uh, Legacy and Blood. But I do want to say that if I was at one of your shows and I ne- had never heard of you before and I was like, hey, I'm going to grab a beer real quick. And I looked on stage and the line for beer was like, you know, 50 people deep. I yeah. might be like, let's hold on. Let's see what's going on before I go get that beer. Cause it would be, it would definitely be intrigued my interest um, seeing something like that on stage. So, and, and you by far are the heaviest uh, band as far as metal goes that I've had. I've had some pop bands and some, 
So I've had metal bands, but this is definitely some some hardcore. Uh, I'm glad to hear right it. Here. Hell yeah, dude. All right. Let's check it out. So the first song is called, and this is the music video, uh, the cartoon music video, right? Yeah. So we're going to talk about that after this. All right, here we go. started doing the show i did play a lot of that but you're the new newest band out since i play music videos and stuff on this platform it kind of makes me miss playing shit like that dude that's kind of my roots of starting the <laughs> podcast that's right cool on, dude man. yeah has there, anyone, has there ever been anyone that told you that you cannot play a concert or turns you down because of your stage stuff oh man like there is so many 
venues that as soon as we start painting up, they're like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, like they didn't look at the band at all before they booked us. And they're really not okay with what we're about to do. But it's like, well, we're here. I mean, this yeah. is happening. So ban us, I guess. You know, like <laughs> whatever. I mean, if you want to. I mean, I mean, to 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 be real, man. Like, uh, like I said, man. Um, we always include in you know when we book a venue, if we're gonna spray blood, we always clear with the venue first. Um, right, right, right. You know, because I get it. You know, if if you got like a you know some venues have really nice shit in front of the stage for whatever reason, and uh, you know they don't want it covered in blood. And I get it. Um. Or some places are like rental facilities or whatever for like outside promoters. And, you know, we don't want to screw them on like their rental fee or whatever. But at the same time, you kind of got to know what you're booking. Um, yeah, you, you, would, I, I, you know what? So, you think you would, but I bet a lot of people probably don't even pay attention. Yeah, um, yeah. And, uh, booking. and there's been like uh, some shows that are, you know, they'll look at our image after considering us for the show. And then determine that they don't want us on the show because of the way we look or because of the way that we, you know, portray our stuff. You know, we got we've we've had like confirmed shows at venues, and then before the tours announced, they'll hit us back up because they saw a picture of some of our merch and they're like, You're not playing here. Um, we've had we've had that happen a few times as well. So I would see personally for me, I would be the opposite. If I booked it and then I saw it, I'd be like, Oh, good, I'm glad I booked this. These guys look pretty cool. Right. When, I, when I went to your Facebook page today and I saw um, your like band photos of what, mm. like your advertising and stuff, I'll first thing came to my head is all oh, these guys look really fucking cool. I'm gonna go listen to the music right now. Now, but that, but that, but that's me though. Like, that's my me personally. That that's what I like. Uh, <laughs> wh- why did you guys? What Sam? I, I forgot my mic was muted, but you're a liar. You had no, Christian bands. You just want Christian bands for a show. Oh, that's yeah. all you want, and you're like. Come here. Oh. Christian Christian country pop. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Taylor Swift. That's what he wants. That, he wants Swifties. I, want. I wouldn't turn her down on the show. I'll tell you that right now. I'll say, all right, go ahead, come on. So why did why did why did you guys go with the cartoon on this music video as opposed to just shooting a regular music video? Um, I mean, with the, with this one, we've we've always kind of joked around about making a cartoon video. Um, I mean, we're all big fans of like, you know, the Simpsons, South Park, American Dad, like, yeah, su- Super Jail, Metalocalypse, all that kind of stuff. And like, so I mean, to get even to get to be a cartoon in a, in a music video at some point is kind of cool just for us. So we thought it was cool. Um, but we also because uh, our band is uh, based all over the country. Uh-huh. Um during the pandemic and stuff, uh, our keyboardist Katie is actually uh, an RN. Uh, so she's been working like on the front lines of COVID and everything uh, in Texas for, uh, since it started. Um, so it's been hard for her to travel anywhere. Um, our bassist also lives in Texas. And then we have two people in Ohio and two people in Michigan. Um, so for us to get together to shoot, just to shoot a music video, is like thousands of dollars in expenses. And with the quarantine stuff, like people would have to take like some of them up to a month off work to come shoot a video. Um, right. So uh, we we just thought that it would maybe be more, you know, both more cost effective to do it that way, but also uh, something that we've been wanting to do for a while uh, anyway. And it came out good. I mean, 
we couldn't be happier. It's uh, the most views we've ever gotten on a video. Cool. Um, so it hit like uh, we released it a couple months ago, and it's uh, just shy of a quarter million views right now. All right, so. quick uh, quick little shout-out to uh, Ryan Rail of AT Metal Podcast. He says, uh, uh, you know, uh, Austin, Texas is ready for the throwdown. So that's yep, coming. We'll be there through. in August. Uh, shout-out to Cody uh, Cody Clark, who yes. said, uh, oh, shit. And, of course, our, our, our full-time uh, commentator, Sharon Wildoller, which God knows what comes out of her mouth sometimes. So, so she's just like COVID traveling schedules are hard shit. Yeah, indeed. Let's talk about what you guys have going on in July. So I was doing some research on that. You guys, is it like a festival thing or is it just, I saw three, it looked like three Um, shows. We have uh, a bunch of dates announced right now, actually. um, And more to come in like the next couple uh, couple months. Um, But we have uh, our first three shows back is uh, a show in Des Moines, Iowa. It's a headline show uh, on our way up to uh, we're headlining Slam Dakota uh, Death Fest in South Dakota. And then we're uh, playing Joliet, Illinois on the way back. Uh, and that's just our first little like, OK, let's get back out there and, you know, try to remember what it's like to do this again. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been wanting to play Slam Dakota for years. Um, so thank you, thank you, Les, for having us out um, on that. Um, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm really stoked on that one. We're going to be playing with Putrid Pile. Um, nice. It's like a one-man grind band, if you're not like familiar. But uh, I've been jamming that dude since I was in high school, and I've never seen him live or anything, and he's our direct support. Um, cool. And I'm stoked. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> That's pretty fucking cool. Uh, we're doing uh, the Summit Music Festival uh, in Ohio. It's at the. It's being held at the Summit County Fair, um, and it's with Saving Able, Vampires Everywhere, and the Bunny the Bear, um, as well as a bunch of other bands. There's like 20 bands on the show or something like that. Um, that, that that's gonna be a cool concert to go check out. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm curious to see how it goes with so many different genres and us spraying blood on people at the county fair. Um, but you know, right. it's uh, <laughs> that that one's for Chris to figure out. Yep, that's right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after that, we have our uh, uh, it's like a two week tour with uh, us headlining, and we have uh, Filth, Casket Robbery, and Blood of Angels with us. Uh, and Jungle Rot will be with us for the first three dates. Um, and we're doing our 10-year anniversary tour. Uh, we're going to be playing a long set with uh, songs from all of our albums. Um, some of the stuff we had to dig up from, we haven't touched these songs in like five or six years and stuff like that. Um, so we're digging into the real old stuff that was kind of retired. Um, my, my festival, uh, Toledo Death Fest, is on that tour. Um, I've been running that festival every year with the exception of obviously 2020. And, uh, I took a couple years off, uh, here and there. Uh, but we started doing the festival in 2009. Um, and it started off as like six or seven bands all from Toledo, uh, just a one stage festival. And now at this point, um, we brought in some big bands from all over the country. Um, we're doing two stages, one outdoor stage, one indoor stage. 
Um, and we've got just a lot of cool stuff happening for that festival. It's the biggest lineup we've ever had. And uh, we are operating at like a limited capacity being in Ohio at the moment. So hopefully, um, I, th- I think we're about 20 tickets away from sold out at our limited capacity wow. right now, um, which I'm not mad at for being three months away still. Yeah, um, no kidding. So, yeah, but, one, but once once they say not every it's full capacity. Oh yeah, then we'll release more tickets for sure. Yep. So, um, we want everybody to be able to come out and enjoy some enjoy some metal, man. I mean, it's been way too long. Um, so we got that going on. We're playing Central Florida Metal Fest. Uh, we're the Friday headliner for that. Um, and then uh, we've announced that we're playing Incarceration uh, in September with Rob Zombie. Um, and then we're doing, uh, we're headlining. And don't forget Mudvayne. Yeah. Mudvayne's the day before us. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I saw them in 05. I was, I was hoping we would be on the same day, but it didn't, it didn't work out that way, but that's okay. I've never played a show with Rob Zombie before. So to do that for the first time at a prison is, uh, pretty sick for me as like a fan, you know? Um, and, uh, then we're headlining uh, the only other show we have like announced for the year. It's called uh, Ride at the Racetrack, and we're headlining in the infield of a like a dirt racetrack in Michigan. Um, and just everybody's going to be able to watch like standing on the front stretch of the track and everything uh, with I the feel, big stage in the infield. I feel like by the time you're retired, by the time you're you're old, you're like done with music. You're like I'm done. I feel like you're gonna have some great stories to tell your grandkids. Oh, like, man, I, so, like some really cool because even just the band names and the 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 settings mm-hmm. and things that you're doing and your stage presence and the blood all oh, that's already cool so you, you probably write a book about all this shit man <laughs> oh for sure man we're actually uh we've been working really hard we released um a documentary of the making of our last album What's that? <laughs> uh uh we've been working on the uh yeah we released the making of our last album monument of misery on uh amazon prime video uh last year and then uh we followed that up by releasing a uh a full concert which was uh each each song was from a different show somewhere else in the country um and uh we released that on amazon prime video as like a a concert documentary as well um and we actually did a movie premiere since we couldn't do actual concerts uh, we flew all the band members in for a movie premiere on Devil's Night at a movie theater in my hometown that I used to go to, like, uh, in high school and stuff on, like, field trips. It's like an old, like, 50s-looking movie theater. And uh, I rented out the theater, and we did the big movie screen. We did an actual, like, death metal movie premiere at the theater, and they were doing, like, the whole popcorn and everything. And we socially distanced, seated everybody, and we sold every ticket that was available uh, in advance. So I got to like drive down to where like I grew up and see metalheads wearing our shirts, like lined up That's around cool, the block man. and see like the convalescents sold out on the marquee and stuff. And that was just like, Oh man, we, we fucking did it. Like, <laughs> um, so we, uh, we're building on that a little bit and we're going to try to do something bigger for the next release, but we are in the middle of putting together, uh, a full DVD, um, of, uh, the whole 10 years of the band. Um, right now it's just a lot of footage to go through and, stuff like that over 10 years of touring and recording and travel and stuff like that. Yeah. Keith, Keith stays very busy. Not to mention he has his own artist, uh, on a, uh, on a rosters that he books for and manages. So 
you know uh he he stays busy this guy doesn't stop he's always grinding yeah dude i can tell you're doing it yeah. was, but hey you guys stay busy man and it's cool that you were able to stay busy um during the whole COVID thing and i, I guess just ideas and putting stuff out there the music video with the cartoons was awesome so uh shout out to your keyboards i i want to mention that i i thought the keyboard um sound and your music was very fitting i thought it was unique and for for your style of music i enjoyed it so we're not gonna have time to play the other music video we were gonna play but it's on youtube that song is called one of the dead so great names too like great names for your songs thanks like, man everything's real creative man that comes out of your head thanks man yeah, I, we're just trying to do something different we're trying to do something you know i'm, I'm looking at it as like a a metal fan you know, if if I wouldn't want to pick it up and check it out, then I I don't know why we would want to do it. Yeah, that's you that's know. true. Keith, uh, tell them where they can uh, go take a look at your band, uh, what social media is, and also where to pick up some merch. Oh, um, honestly, we're on all social medias for the most part. Um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter are like the main ones that we use a lot. We have uh, uh, tconband.com, T-C-O-N-B-A-N-D. Um, it's our official website and it's got links to all of our tour dates, all the tickets. Um, we have multiple merch stores that you can get to from that page, um, that all have, you know, some different stuff in them and stuff, depending on whether you're going to like the label or indie merch or our store, or, uh, whatever. So, I mean, uh, YouTube, there's about a million videos of us from over the years. So, um, we're not hard to find. No. Right on, man. The convalescence. Dude, I want to thank you again for taking time on a Monday Absolutely, evening man. to spend time with us and talk about your band, your music. You've been great to have on the show. Sam, do you have any last words before we stop this? Why are you asking me if I have any last words? Do you have any what last is, words what, before you die? What, yeah, man, what, are, what am I getting strapped into the electric chair? No. Yeah, do you have a last meal? You want to do yeah. it? Right. Thanks, everybody, for yeah. watching the show. Go to www.thelastspot.net. Keep on I got watching. the outro. I got Do the you, outro. You got it. Let's do it. All right. This is the loud spot outro by nothing short of tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does nothing short of tragic have us back again? Yes. Does everything that's good really have to end? A yes. pin post has a pin show so to get more episodes make an order. This is over. Thanks for watching our video. If you liked our video and you watched it on YouTube, make sure to click that subscribe button and click that bell to get notifications. If you watched it on Facebook, don't forget to, to click the like and share it with your friends. And if you watched it on Instagram, share it and give us a follow as well. Sebastian, he's going to tell you how where to go to listen to the audio and get some cool merch. Sebastian? Go to www.theloudspot.net and make sure when you go on YouTube to smash that subscribe button to make sure you get notified every time we have a new video. Subscribe on Facebook. We go live Monday, Wednesdays, and Friday nights. Please give us a like, give us a share, comment, tell your friends. We're trying to do this big. Peace out. Rock on. Much love. At the Home Depot, we're dedicated to helping you build the skills that get your home projects done right. That's why we offer free and interactive online DIY workshops. During the live streams, our knowledgeable associates help you tackle your DIY projects no matter your age or skill level. You can learn how to install new single pole switches as well as standard duplex and GFCI outlets. Register for free at homedepot.com workshops. The Home Depot. 
How doers get more done.